coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And I have some exciting guests with me today. And I say guests, plural. I have a team, a married couple team uh, that have embarked on a new adventure, a new franchise ownership in Michigan. They are franchise owners of Lightbridge Academy to come in Michigan. I have with me uh, Jay and Vashali Patel. Welcome to the show. Thank Thank you, you. Thank you. It's great to have you. So tell me, I mean, like I said, it's I kind of I kind of got a little dramatic there with the intro, but I mean it is a big life decision, right? To start a business. And I know that you have professional backgrounds, impressive backgrounds, but obviously a new chapter in your life. Tell me a little bit about how that came to be and, and your decision to move forward with Lightbridge. Yeah. So we've uh, we have some friends who started this Lightbridge franchise about five years ago. So we, we are a very close friend. Uh, I grew up with them uh, and we went to college together. Uh, so then they moved out of here, went to New Jersey, and then they looked into it. And we always had these, me and him both had always had this entrepreneurial kind of in our blood. Right? We always talk about something we see, drive by, like, hey, wh- what does this look like? Right? Or how does this business work? Right? So it was just in our just blood. So he had started something and we talked about it a few times and how he's doing and whatnot. We visit him often. We have similar age kids. So from there, it kind of born an idea of doing this something in our own. My, my family owns a franchise on a food side already. So I've helped quite a bit in growing up, uh, helping my dad doing some of that work. So I've had that also there in my mind of doing something on my own in future as, as my career develops over time. Yeah. Yeah, well, tell me a little bit more about that. So, first of all, I think that's pretty awesome. A couple of things you said. Uh, one is that you know you have it in your blood, right? And I, I would say that I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> being that I do what I do. It is a, a fascination with with business models, how they work, and why they they can be so innovative, right? And and of course, you know, you're serving people and helping the world at the same time. So it's always fun to look at. And one of the reasons I gravitated to franchising. And then you talked about how you grew up in it, uh, you know, because family owned a franchise. And what an amazing thing. I mean, franchising in the United States, especially, it covers a lot of ground. There's a lot of businesses, right? And it affects a lot of families, a lot of people. So it is a starting point for a lot of folks, even if they don't stay in franchising. So that's pretty interesting. So tell me with that perspective, what was the things about Lightbridge, or I should say, even, you know, the child education space, what was it about? that that was interesting about Lightbridge that kind of pushed you with your entrepreneurial mind? Like, what was it, what, what attracted you? Yeah. So when, uh, when our kids are younger, you know, we, we looked at the, we looked at some of the, the daycares that we want to put our child in and we, we realized that there's certain things that, you know, would be very, very helpful and useful to, as a tools to have. It wasn't available at that point in time in Michigan. 
then we went and visited our friend and then we asked him, hey, do you have this? So that's so uh, easy, ease of checking in and out uh, without having to have someone ring the doorbell because you, when you're going in, you have kids with you, you have the backpack, you know, or the bag and a few other things with you, right? And then you're, yeah. you're in the morning, so you may have, you may be in a meeting or something. So there's always that juggling that you're doing. That when, when kids are there, ability to see them if you want to be able to sort of, you know, just the way to access the kids, how they're doing just to check on them, right? Without having to talk to someone, right? Yeah. So some of those elements and uh, the learning tools, the technology and uh, the structure approach that they're, they're the library is using, we were pretty impressed by. Yeah. Then we, we, we sat on it for a little bit and then we thought about it. And then initially Lightbridge was not really, you know, expanding that fast as well. They're a smaller franchise, but they're growing now. So uh, then they finally came around and said, hey, uh, we're, we're going to have a Michigan as, a, as an opportunity. Do you guys want to join us? And yes, sure. That's how we kind of started that last year as they were expanding rapidly now. Um, yeah. Part, part of their expansion plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's how it works too. You know, a lot of times the brands uh, in franchising, the brands that you may resonate with or know about the opportunities come and go, right? There's only so many territories and places they can expand to that they, you know, however their model is working. So it's great. So did you say that your, your friend kind of gave you the heads up on that or how did that work again? Yeah. My friends, friends got a, you know, so we, they're our mentor pretty much, you know, a lot they they understand a lot of these things because they've been in business yeah. for five years yeah wow. yeah that's that's amazing well you have that anyway when anyone starts a brand but to have a good friend a childhood friend like a real good friend like that fantastic opportunity for you um so tell me a little bit about that so when i think of of a lightbridge academy you know i think of a beautiful location a building you know they always look attractive um, tell me a little bit about that process of, of, you know, finding the location, obviously building everything out. There's a lot of, um, just technology and different things to think about. And then I also was wondering, and I'm sure people think about this when they think of education and working with children and everything else, what are the regulatory things? What are the background things that if you weren't working with a franchise brand, you'd be like, I don't know where to start. Like, are the, what are the things you're now learning about and, and working through that, you know, I'm sure the franchise is holding your hand through it, but tell me about how that's been working and, and, and what you're learning in, in launching everything. Yeah. So of course, to a light bridge, um, it, it, it light bridges Academy is, is a solution for working parents. They, their focus is on high quality education and programs around the, around the year from infant to pre-K and they go above and beyond from the high level customer service to do working supporting the busy working parents right um the the company the foundation of the company is around a circle of care and that philosophy creates uh, the the supportive culture for the family the staff members and owners and the children to thrive that this particular uh, area where they focus on and that that is supported by obviously, like I said, their structure approach and know how of what it takes to open one or what it takes to run one, with the processes, but also end to end solutions on what are the what are the things you're going to need to get there, right? 
So those baby steps into the, each of those uh, uh, development phases, they, they've they've layered it up very well. I have uh, time time we join the meetings with our CEO and she she is she you know she knows her stuff. She's been there. The best yeah. thing I like about it is she not just a CEO. She worked at this daycares. She knows what goes on the ground. It's not just someone who has a title, but she knows yeah. what happens at the lowest level. So she's moved up in that role over time. So she has the experience and know-how. So she acknowledges what it takes to do things. So, you know, she appreciates that part. And that team is driven, her team is driven with that same mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I would agree. I'm very impressed uh, with the executive team. And, um, but, but I find that a lot in franchising, which is so cool about franchising is, well, in many cases, the, the, the originator of the business model is an entrepreneur that was passionate and then said, I would like to, you know, to scale my idea through ownership, through sharing ownership with others. And, and I think that's amazing. And, but, uh, but, but that also produces, you know, a team of leaders that understand the business you know, down to the, you know what I mean? They built it up. They understand it. And sometimes run, continue to run. Uh, many of them will run their own uh, uh, operations too. So that's amazing. So tell me a little bit about, all right, I'm a parent. Okay. I've got some experience. I've been through this. I was telling you earlier that my mine are a grown up almost <laughs> kind of, <laughs> um, but, but basically when I was going through this process, Raising them, it was very, I mean, I don't know if there's something more important to peace of mind every day uh, than who you're relying on to teach your children, support them, protect them, whatever it may be. And we're all busy. And most of us uh, have, have busy lives and we need that help. And we also need help with parenting, right? We need, we need to partner with people that take it seriously and can make an impact on on your kids' lives. So with all that being said, it's a pretty important thing that you're handling. Tell me a little bit first, let's start with the team side of it. Like, so I know that you need to start with building your own team in your, your, your uh, operation. So tell me what goes into that and where you are with that. Yeah. So we're first starting, we're still looking for the, yeah. So yeah, we're we we're still looking for the place. We haven't found, you know, where we are gonna put the light bridge at right now. So that's the first uh, step. And then uh, obviously, once that's established, then we will be looking for the staff staffing, you know. And uh, so, I think yeah. the first step hasn't started we're yes. still in the process of looking locations are being yeah uh, you know we're discussing some of the lease options and whatnot so we're looking at multiple uh, uh cities uh, that we're working right now and then based on that we'll define the staffing and one of the most important is the the director uh, for the center right that's the most important role that we would be uh obviously putting in place much ahead of the opening so that everything is ready to go in that process. Uh, of course, both of us will be there and uh, mm -hmm. supporting that and making sure everything is smooth and uh, we're really ready for that opening. Yeah, yeah. So the, the yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, but the circle of care you mentioned earlier um, is something that kind of translates into the team you build, right? It's sort of the same methodology. Like, you know, it's like lead by example, right? Everybody's leading by example. 
And, you know, you'll take that same approach when you hire. And because of that, you've got a team that's there to do what would make me happy, which is take care of my kids. And I'm not worried about it because you guys are really good at it. And, and, but that's, that's what goes into that though. It's not easy to build a good team and have the right people, but you've got that. And so it starts obviously with the location. And as you said earlier, it's these baby steps, right? So you guys are going through this process now, but you sort of have that vision of what's ahead, but you don't all, you, know, you address it when it's time, right? And you have, again, Lightbridge, uh, the brand behind you to help you with that. So that's great to hear. So tell me a little bit about, uh, so back to the parent side of it. Um, so we know, you know, you're going to have a great team, great environment. Tell me a little bit about what makes you unique. You were touching on it earlier. I think some of that real-time visibility and transparency that parents have. But tell me a little bit more about what uh, is unique and what kind of attracted to you to the operation, even for your own kids. So I think uh, for me, I think their curriculums stood out more too. Um, they, they have uh, their own curriculum called Siddlings. That's what they call, that's established about 25 years ago. And it takes the principle from different thinkers of education, like Montessori, PJ, and Gardner. <clears throat> the curriculum looks as at the child as a whole. You know, it's not just cognition and motor development, but also sensory, sensory social language, arts, uh, creativity, music, and science, math. You know, so it looks at all that aspect of the um of the specialty if a child is lacking in any of one area you know the teacher individualize the curriculum uh with the goal to bringing them to an age appropriate level and then um lightbridge also includes extracurricular activities like spanish singing and also learning like sign languages you know so that's that's something very, you know, it stood out to me because my younger one went to Montessori. So I love the concept of their teaching style, you know, where kids were involved with everything, what they were doing outside, inside, you know, and uh, it just, it just helped them, you know, bring my son's development. Like I can see the effect of that age at early age, you know, uh, yeah. So I really uh, like this uh, curriculum that they are using at Lightbridge. Yeah. Yeah. Adding, having that curriculum, but it making it uh, a parent and teacher's life easier by using the technology. So there's some journey apps and other apps that we're using with the smart boards mm -hmm. uh, in the classrooms and also iPads so that you can tailor those tailoring that we Shali talked about comes as ease of use instead of manually someone needs to go through it and say, hey, uh, I, this person has this ability that we need to improve on. It takes longer. So we're using the technology to ease up that and provide that reporting to even parents. What are the pros and what are the cons as the evaluations go on to making that e easier using today's technology? As yeah. Well. Yeah, I wish some. <laughs> I'm thinking about when you talk about like strengths and weaknesses, and uh, 
how important is that? Like, you know, you don't, you know, if someone doesn't help you see it as you grow up, I mean, there's the obvious things that all of us, some of us lucky ones have, where it's just obvious they have a talent, right? But I mean, for most of us, getting our strengths and zeroing in on the right thing in life is hard unless you, someone says, you know, you're really good at that. You don't always get that. And, or, you know, you're better at reading or you're better to communicate. Obviously I can talk. That's why I'm on this, a podcast right now. Right. But everybody, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't, I didn't really dive deep into my strengths and weaknesses until I got older in a professional context, but to have it early in life, boy, I feel like it would have saved me a lot of time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe some money. So, <laughs> so anyway, but all right, so let's talk a little bit. I know that you guys are on this journey of, of launching in Michigan. So uh, maybe this question is sort of, it's down the road, but I'm sure something you're thinking about is, you know, the marketing side of things, right? So once you do have your, your location sorted out and you've got your team in place, it's going to get kind of exciting, right? You're going to be thinking about something like a grand opening, right? A launch. So tell me a little bit about how that is looking, at least what you're learning so far, and then what you see as being like that first year journey of letting everybody know what you're doing and how is that going to look from a marketing standpoint? Yeah, so marketing side, we're, you know, we're, we're keeping our eyes open on different things, right? And then uh, yeah. I've had a little bit of background from previous, my dad's uh, uh, restaurant. I, I, I used to do the marketing for him. <laughs> so okay. I have some- Strength there, some uh, some things that I know what to do there. Obviously, yeah. completely different business model, but you know some similarity. Uh, so, building the community relationship and advertising to the local community is the key main focus for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, not just us as an owner, but also the franchise uh, will have a full support from the executive team, uh, which is part of the part of the reason executive team is really you know promoting some of these activities to us and uh, bringing different aspect early on, like we're doing here now. But right. community and also the reach of the online through different uh, different landing pages, social medias. So th- those are some of the things that we have in mind. Uh, and sponsorship in the community is a key for us to, to make that awareness, educate people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think that, you know, that's obviously me being a marketer. I I have a a long, I'll give you a nice long answer for lots of business types, but it all comes down to relationships with the community, right? Uh, People, all workplaces, they all run businesses or work at a business, their parents. Uh, It's really just getting out there in the community and, and letting them know you're part of it. And I think there's lots of ways to do that. Uh, and then if it's everybody, you know, like, like I, I, I will tell you franchisees, I talk to a lot of different ones of the companies I work with. And a lot of times they'll joke and they'll be like, I've been doing this for years and people still don't remember I'm doing this. Right. Like it takes <laughs> some effort to just don't, don't neglect that, that base right in front of you, like your Facebook friends and your LinkedIn connections and, and all those things that you have. Uh, but I know that that they'll get into all that with you. But that's what it's about with franchising. That's what I love about it. In many cases, is is uh, businesses helping businesses, people helping people, and really taking care of, of folks locally. So that's what's cool. Um, so tell me a little bit about, and you've been sharing a lot uh, over this conversation. But just in terms of if folks were, if you had some advice, right, for someone like your friend gave you advice, right, your buddy, but. 
you know, if there was someone else, you were going to give advice and they, they weren't sure what they wanted to do. They, they thought they were like you, that it was in their blood, right? What kind of advice would you give them about starting a franchise or, or the journey of looking for a franchise? Yeah. So the, one of the, one of the obviously key things, most important thing in these franchise uh, adventures is being patient. Uh, there's a lot, lot that go on to get there, right? But going through those steps and understanding that the long-term plan, you can't look at the short-term plan and say, oh, I'm not meeting my goal. It's the long-term plan that you have to lay out in order for to get there. You have to follow those steps and stay committed to do that. So some others are asking me as well, but the same thing, right? Well, you know, How are you doing this? Well, why does it take so long? Well, those are some of the things that you have to consider part of a long-term plan. It doesn't happen overnight, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Being being patient is the key there. I know. Yeah, well, I can tell you, you, Jay, you sound like a a very grounded professional. That's what you got to be. And probably the hardest thing about business ownership that that I've experienced for myself is really, you know, dealing with that pressure of being a business owner, right? You have more responsibility. It's exciting. You have the ability to do things on your own and make decisions, but you, you know, you're, you know, you'll have families, you'll have employees and, and it's, it's just being, you know, being patient, right? It's not overreacting. It's reacting, but not overreacting. Right. And I think one of the great things about franchising and tell me what you think to both of you that, I mean, having people around you, like your friend in New Jersey, like the rest of the LightBridge operators, kind of doing it right so you kind of see it it's almost like you got a lamp at your feet looking a little bit ahead you know versus doing it on your own but has that been have you sensed that that you you know you're not alone in this yeah yeah exactly so the community is great i've reached out to some of the others who are also the same process as me so we talk about things they're they're in texas but you know like, hey, what's going on with you? I heard you guys are doing this or that. So we're just, you know, exchanging information. And as we learn, they said, yeah, sure. This is what I'm doing. I can teach you what I just learned from the from the franchise guy who was explaining me how some of these numbers work and how to plan for it. So exchanging yeah. those ideas and trying to collaborate with others who are coming up as well as I, I enjoy that. It's, it's great. And that's how you build some of these things, right? Learn over time and build it up gradually. Yeah. Yeah. Your issues will come about, not just now. You'll have two-year issues and five-year issues and, and you know, my third location issues. I don't know. You know, who knows where you're going to go. Um, but, but I mean, basically, that's the exciting thing about franchising. And, and so, it, 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 you know, the word mentorship comes up a lot. And, and in my life, I've always tried to emulate success. I learned that early in life that if, I wanted to be good at things. I had to find people that were already good at it, you know, and franchising is naturally like that. Um, you, you have that built in, uh, you have all that mentorship built in sort of, but there's still those, those, those people in our lives that, you know, we look at and say, you know, well, maybe it's a book you read or it's a teacher or it's something that just really influenced you. Tell me, is there someone like that in your life? Either, either one of you or both of you that, that, that kind of inspired you? You think maybe, a reason why you're taking this leap into ownership and, and doing this? My my inspiration is actually, you know, <laughs> Jay. He always pushes me. I, I, and my, my weakness is like, I mean, I'm not a business owner. You know, this is something completely new to me. So 
it's a completely different career too as if you think about it you know so so for me this is a this is a lot uh to learn um but i think everyone will you know everyone goes through that if you keep the open mind um and have a mentor and you know guidance from my husband and then my our friends i feel like that it's not you know undoable <laughs> and uh, will be easy to um i guess um easy access yeah of learning yeah yeah helping each other and then kind of you know peaks and valleys right that yeah. you go through uh, and and my side i mean i when i was in a fifth grade that's when i realized that i need to need to make some side money so i i uh started I, i bought this is in india so i bought these uh, piece of uh, i guess it's a, a pouch that comes with a little like a uh uh what do you call it uh, just refreshment for mouth uh, the people chew in india okay yeah um, so there's no shop which so i used to travel about 6 km in a public transportation so we used to go once once the kids go the younger ones like me and the oldest one like at 12th grade so 5th grade to 12th grade right in a public transportation in the morning the shop wasn't open but people wanted it so then what i did is i bought a i bought a pack of it from the same shop and it would just sell it in the morning uh while we're going to the bus <laughs> so it's like hey i see some opportunity here so let's yeah. take advantage of it so i uh, i love it i did that yeah. in fifth grade so the since it just it's there from there uh, onward and it was just motivation i see over time uh, different family friends or others doing things it's like oh this is cool oh how does this work how does this work so always looking into it and but initially my focus was always in life is to get the education have the proper career as a baseline must have and then build up from there onward right that's that's the key here uh, so i'm getting to that stage <laughs> yeah yeah it's a process but i love that i love that story it, it reminds me of the uh, of the saying something about like you know it's not hard to 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 serve a hungry audience hamburgers and fries or whatever i mean sometimes it's just the obvious you know the, the guys just needed a convenient way to get what they wanted every morning right and you saw that and said well i'll just do this and then do that and and you solve a really good problem though and that's the key is and that's what business can be about a lot of times just finding that that big audience that has a need and uh, knowing what it is and filling it so and you're going to do that for parents in Michigan it's been a, it's been a pleasure having both of you on the show today i know that you're planning to launch is there a little bit we can share with the audience about when that might happen and they, i know they can go back to the website and check the maps and the locations and things that'll be obviously active on the website which is what is the website again lightbridge academy is it.com yeah like reserve.com they can go there and check it out we have the curriculums there there's also all the locations and other information on uh, on some of these services that Lightbridge provides yeah well, our location there i don't expect that to show up until probably uh q2 of next year if anything okay. early timing is a little bit very very but that's what that's when we would have some more idea and exact location and address that get we can populate there. Okay, well, Jane Vishali Patel, 
good luck. And, you know, we're looking forward to 2024 then. And that'll be, uh, it'll be a great start for you guys. And we'll see where it goes. I, I hope to be able to check back with you again sometime. Maybe, maybe in a couple of years on the other side of that first year and operating and, uh, but it'll be fun to, it'll be fun to do that. So it's been a pleasure. Uh, again, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, so thank, thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you for having us. We're looking forward to it after two years, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. We'll talk soon. <laughs>